Hello, hello and welcome to Do You Watch Anime? Uh, my name is Adam Corky and this is a show where I ask uh, a guest uh, if they watch anime. And today joining me is cosplayer, performer, and Aaron Yeager biggest fan. <laughs> the <laughs> premier Aaron Yeager cosplayer exactly. of Toronto. Most famous Aaron Yeager cosplayer in the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bear Sailor Moon, how are you? Oh, I am so excited to be here in this wonderful space, yeah. in this moment of time together with you. <laughs> I wear my bear earrings. Oh, so there I you go. Bear it all. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, so, do you watch anime? Um, I mean, I want to be sarcastic and be like, no, I yeah. don't watch anime. I just like saw this character and yeah. was all like, yeah, I uh, <laughs> yeah. have not watched Sailor Moon Cosmos like three times. Oh, so, um, yes, I do watch anime. Yeah. And other animes oh. besides Sailor Moon. Oh, really? shocking. Oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah, because a lot of people are like, oh, you only like Sailor Moon? And I'm like, correct, but, you know, I have watched other animes. What are these animes that you speak of? You know, I made a list in my head, yeah. and on the train ride here, that list was replaced by more lyrics by Dua Lipa. <laughs> so if you need me to do the dance routine to Houdini or just singing the entire song, I can. Listing off animes I've watched in my life, different story. Uh all joking aside, yeah. uh, like Attack on Titan, I finally bit the bullet and finished that. Like, because I'm such a busy person with work, um, other engagements as well, too, social engagements, and also doing conventions, a lot of the times I forget that I'm watching something <laughs> or that something has finished. And yeah. with Attack on Titan, it was kind of really chopped up. So I recently finished all of Attack on Titan. I loved it. Um, I actually got into a random conversation with a guy at the bar one day and we just started talking about attack on titan oh and i was like explaining the ending to him and he was like oh and i was all like i thought we were talking about attack on titan did you not watch the same thing and he was all like no i didn't get that and i was like they couldn't have made this more crystal clear yeah this is the ending like yeah. this is what it is all about and he's like oh and i'm like oh my god anyways <laughs> Um, Soul Eater is yeah. one okay. of my favorite, uh, like all time animes. I've watched Soul Eater, I think like three or four times now. Oh, wow. There just like comes like a point in time where I'm like, I just want to watch Soul Eater. Yeah. Um, obviously Sailor Moon. Um, some older animes, uh, would be like Giver, which is like Giver, uh, bio boost armor Giver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's from, I think like the late eighties, early nineties. It was a manga that is actually still being produced. Shit. I know. It's really weird. It takes like 10 year hiatuses and it's like, <laughs> oh, here's another chapter. See you in 20 years. Peace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it was turned into an OVA and then in the mid two thousands, I believe they like produce like a newer version of it unfortunately it didn't do very well mm -hmm. um it kind of followed the manga a little bit but it's a solid one it's a little like gory though Ooh. i like it I okay like a little gore yeah um like rama half is like one of my oh hell movies. yeah, yeah. So although good. i feel that when every time people say that like rama ha like rama half um i haven't watched that since i was like a kid yeah and then no akira that's where i was going akira yes. i feel that like every couple years akira just kept completely like deleted from my brain <laughs> and like i go back and i watch it and every time i come back and i'm more confused 
I'm like, wait, what was this? Yeah. Not as confused as I was watching the boy in the heron, though, because oh, I was just kind of all that like, was... I'm like, I, I think I get it. Am I not smart enough yeah. to get this? Like, I get that I'm really pretty, but like, <laughs> still, uh, I don't have long hair, so these earrings yeah. act like the long hair. Perfect. Um. Like, Kill a Kill, I watched that when mm-hmm. it was popular, but I haven't been, like, keeping up. Like, I haven't watched, like, My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that gay figure skating one that everyone was raving about. <sighs> um, and it's just because it's one of those things where I just haven't taken the time to, like, sit down and, like, really watch them. Mm-hmm. I did start watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure <laughs> because I was like, I need to know what the hype is. And, yeah. like, I got through, I think, like, the first two seasons. Okay. Um, also, FYI, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you cosplay a really good, like, Grandpa Jojo, <laughs> call me. <laughs> like, there is nothing that will make my knees weaker than a really good-looking, like, Grandpa Jojo cosplayer who's, like, all buff. And yeah. I'm like, I, I had to stop watching the third season because I was like, man, <laughs> I have problems. <laughs> I, these are creating a whole list of issues. Oh, and I don't care if anybody says, like, it's not. Avatar, uh, yeah, Korra, yeah, like so I, good. I ate Korra up and I left no crumbs. And then I watched it again. Okay. Thank you, because Korra gets too much hate. Oh, like, Korra's fantastic, Korra is so good. Korra is a classic example of a cartoon aging with the franchise, mm-hmm. or aging, sorry, with the franchise's demographic. Yeah, because a lot of the people watched it like in their teen years. You know, like we're in our adulthood now mm-hmm. and, but at the same time it still needs to be a kid show mm-hmm. so it dealt really well with like a lot of really deep issues ptsd um and those kind of things so but did it in a really good kind of childish sense yeah so like kids like could fully understand it but also grew up with its audience as mm-hmm. well yeah when i watched that third season i was like oh my god she has so many mental illnesses <laughs> like jesus christ and i was like this is this is supposed to be for children. Like what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I know. But like, I mean, it did it in a really good way. Mm -hmm. That was like, all right, like here's things that can happen to you. And then these are the ways that like you deal with it. Yeah. So like away we go. And, um, God, I don't even know what else. Like there's like a laundry list of like stuff that I've watched. Just like when people are like, do you watch anime? And I'm like, no, (laughs) I just like walk away. (laughs) Or, like, people would be like, are you dressed as Sailor Moon? And I'm like, no. Oh, my God. My favorite thing in the whole entire world are old people. Oh, yeah? Old people are my favorite thing in the whole entire <laughs> world. Because, like, <laughs> for Halloween, we were able to dress up at work. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to come dressed up in my Sailor Moon outfit. Of course. Right? I worked at a place called Biff's Bistro, which is part of, like, the O&B chain. And the clientele, clientele there is a little bit older. I was never called Wonder Woman more in my whole entire life. And it was like, <laughs> and I can't tell you how often that happens. Like older people come up to me and they're like, are you Wonder Woman? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all like, sure. Yeah. 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 I am. I am Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just always lie and say that I am Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um, I, <clears throat> there was one Toronto Comic Con I dressed up as Deku. It was like the first one since the pandemic. Um, And uh, 
this I was getting stopped like nonstop at one point and these kids come up and they're like oh can we get a photo I was like absolutely and usually I'm used to taking photo with the kids but no no the entire six people family joined in and I was like you guys y'all watch this <laughs> like it's like it happens to me like quite a bit like um I don't mind children I don't want them no right yeah. Uh, and also there are a certain height of children. Uh, I refuse to take photos with children that are not above my skirt length. Yeah. Um, just because it's a little weird. I'm like, yeah. I get down and I'm like, mm, I'm a lady. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it is really weird. Uh, and it happens a lot like near the convention center because like we'll go for dinner somewhere just to get out of everything, have a reset before performances and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, it's just so weird. Like, and he like stopped on the street, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, can we get a photo together?" And I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." And then it's the entire family unit, and you're just all like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." <laughs> it's like, "Okay, all right." I'm on break right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, who are you gonna show this to? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what is it about uh, Sailor Moon that makes it your like kind of just favorite? So this is like a really loaded question because like when I was younger, I just love Sailor Moon. So for like full transparency, I am pushing 40. Okay. I'm going to be 40 in one more year. We're going to have a gigantic blowout. This is going to be a lot of fun. So when Sailor Moon came over in like 95, um, for those of you listening who want a slice of Sailor Moon history, it was massively marketed to us Mm -hmm. like massively marketed ytv would like just do promo after promo like sailor moon's coming are you ready like the pjs would be like oh sailor moon's like a week away and there was like news reports and like everything like it was highly highly marketed to us and my brother who's five years older than me so I was about like 10 at that time. So he would have been 15. So he was starting to like watch like animes. And at that age in like 95, like you're getting like that, like that old stuff, yeah. like that, like bloody gory stuff. Like yeah. this is how I fell in love with the Giver. <laughs> um, and like, you know, Akira and all those mm-hmm. like kind of like older ones is because like by proxy, I was exposed to it through my brother. Mm-hmm. So I was super excited that we were getting an anime and it was a female lead. So that to me was really important because as a gay kid growing up, I had a lot of female friends. So I was like, great, this is something that like, you know, I can watch with my best friend's younger sister and we can also play Sailor Moon together as opposed to like playing Power Rangers. It's a little bit more tame. Mm -hmm. I started watching it, loved it. And I was like, oh, this is like really cool. And I just, I loved it. And I just kept like going. In my adult years, I still gravitated towards it. And then a couple of years ago when Crystal was coming out Mm -hmm. and I was able to like read the manga and everything that I really kind of started being like, oh, the reason I really like this show is because I love Sailor Moon, like the actual character. Yeah. And then it made me think about like, why do I cosplay as Sailor Moon as opposed to Sailor Jupiter or something else because when I first started cosplaying as Sailor Moon it was kind of a joke yeah you know it's it's the a 10-year joke <laughs> it's a 10-year joke that just keeps on going you're welcome <laughs> so I 
then started realizing that there's a lot of like personality traits that like Sailor Moon and I share, which is, I think to me, I would like to presume that I give off light that people really gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just want to make people feel happy and I want to entertain and I want to, you know, like make the world like a better place, like more understanding, all that kind of stuff. And world peas, because everybody deserves peas. Uh, so that was really it. And then I started being like, oh, my God, I'm like, I cosplay as Sailor Moon because like Sailor Moon to me is a version of someone that I want to be mm-hmm. ever loving, super powerful and a blonde <laughs> and can beat Goku. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They would never fight. No. We need to put this to yeah. rest, okay? Yeah. Listen, they would never fight. No. It would never happen. They'd meet each other. They'd, like, eat a bunch of food. Straight up. And then they'd be like, let's go save the world. Yeah. And if you are privy mm-hmm. and have seen Cosmos, yeah. like, they really were like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, Sailor Moon's, like, the most powerful Sailor Scout in the whole entire universe. Yeah. Period. Period. Hands down. Yeah. But we, yeah. Uh, I have seen the fifth season of the original um Mm -hmm. so i'm very excited for cosmos yes cosmos is fantastic um and the one thing i loved about cosmos specifically Mm -hmm. was it felt like old school anime time and here's the reason why because we didn't get a release date for it we still don't have a release date as of this recording if this is five years in the future i'm apologize (laughs) I hope I still look this beautiful. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we don't have a release date for it. And then they announced that the DVD was going to come out like in December, like 22nd or something like that, like a couple days before Christmas. It was literally on torrent sites. Yeah. Like the next day. And then within a week we had subs. Yeah. So it just brings back that like old school nostalgia of kind of getting bootleg animes because one thing that people forget is that like people around my age you know like anime wasn't readily available like it is now like we didn't have Crunchyroll we didn't have streaming services you had to go to Blockbuster and if you were lucky you could rent Chopits or like you know (laughs) something really stupid and like really obscure yeah so and then you'd have to go to like these like shady comic book stores that like had a random vhs and a hard case with like fan art on it yeah you know (laughs) or like the manga was like sticky (laughs) exactly yeah um i just always love that like stupid little meme that pops up about um the order of the phoenix harry potter and it's like (laughs) dead chicken mcnuggets (laughs) (laughs) that's all i could just think about it's just like random person being like here's a sailor and a moon here you go yeah um, so that was kind of really nostalgic for me was just kind of getting like that sense of being like, oh, hey, if you're not going to give it to us, like we're going to get it ourselves. Yeah. And yeah, I just I just kind of like love that. And it's just, you know, you can you can find it now super easily. Yeah. Um, There's clips all over TikTok. Like it's all oh, over yeah. my TikTok. Like, oh, yeah. The clips I've seen is like I yeah. am so excited to watch the whole, whole oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. <sighs> so. What are because Crystal is very divisive in the I feel in the Sailor Moon community. What are what are your feelings on that? Because uh, I I I hate the 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 hate that it gets. At first, I was a very big like 
oh my god we got more sailor moon like why are you complaining and now that i can look at it at an objective eye yeah the first two seasons like we can yeah i i get it i (laughs) get it but the thing is is that it's not so much like the story it's the animation Mm -hmm. and looking back at it now i'm like oh yeah like i totally understand because like this is really rushed Mm -hmm. right and you know my personal feelings about how toy has done everything with crystal uh there's a lot of like differences like behind the scenes that like a lot of people like don't realize and like how rushed it was to like get it to market so i totally understand the hate that the animation gets i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you if i'm introducing people to sailor moon i introduce them to crystal and the yeah, reason is here, yeah. is because it's more digestible mm-hmm. right one of the reasons i stopped watching jojo's bizarre adventure was because the filler episodes were driving me crazy okay yeah right like i'm like i don't need five episodes of you walking through the desert mm-hmm. and just doing like a filler episode yeah and with sailor moon crystal it's like okay boom first episode sailor moon boom second one mercury yep. third mars right and it was just boom 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 and you get the whole and you get the manga story which to be honest for me was a little bit more fulfilling than you know the 45 episodes we got in the first season yeah right like yeah okay yeah we don't get rainbow crystals we don't get you know x y and z but Mm -hmm. you know if i'm showing people sailor moon i'm like here you go watch this if you want to watch the 90s anime i also have that available as well too we can do it but it's you know it's 45 episodes and there's some filler and like there's some like really stupid stuff that happens in it (sighs) yeah right i miss sailor moon abridged oh Oh my god, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Sailor Moon Abridged. <laughs> that was such oh god. Did not age well. No. And um I know publicly that the people that created it have like kind of came back and be like, listen, like this didn't age well. Um also, surprise, I'm trans. Uh <laughs> so but there was just like like really funny stuff that they did. Yeah. And like I just miss it. And as somebody who does performances as Sailor Moon. There's so many things that I want to just like take from Sailor Moon Abridged, and I I just I can't find it. It just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and it's really hard to find now. Um, and then there was somebody that did Sailor Moon Crystal Abridged. Oh yeah, and I emailed them because I was like, I need. <clears throat> I know you got shut down, <laughs> but do you have anything? <laughs> And the guy wrote me back because he's like, oh, wait, you're Bear Sailor Moon. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he wrote me back and he's like, listen, he's like, I'd love to. He's like, I would love to. But he's like, I legally can't. Oh, like, Jesus. I can't because, like, apparently, like, Toy really oh, threw the hammer down. Oh, yeah. They, right? they, they, I think a couple of years ago, went through, like, so much of YouTube and just. Yeah. Yeah. Put the hammer down. It's. Oh. Yeah. And, but it was really funny because Sailor Moon Crystal abridged. Um. Like the biggest joke that they did was they named Sailor Moon Store Window. <laughs> because in the first episode where like she first transforms and then the mom's like, Who are you? And then Luna meows to like signify the moon. Yeah. And she's all like, I'm Store Window. <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> And then they they made Mars sound like Strong Bad. Oh God. And there was just 
so much like so many stupid jokes like the the best one they did was uh when they went to the ball yeah and i like i can't even remember the jokes right now but like that was like the best episode ever because they just gave ray like the strong bad voice and she's like do you want to dance with me <laughs> like and it was just it was so good yeah um yeah sadly that doesn't exist anymore and uh you know like one of the things i love to do is to like add stupid clips into my performances yeah and uh for my fifth birthday celebration i did this whole number to like physical by olivia newton john that was based on the episode where sailor moon goes to like lose weight at the gym and like jedite's there yeah and like <laughs> so if you haven't seen the episode jedite is wearing probably the most iconic 90s you know purple tracksuit yeah and he's there and like they make him like gay they're like he's like hey ladies do you want to like come and work out and lose weight because you're fat right yeah and like Usagi's there and she's all like yeah I do he's really hot but the purple makes him look a little gay and I'm just like so I did this whole thing about like doing Olivia Newton-John to that and yeah. well yeah I just I can't find that anymore so but like my favorite performance I think I did was um I think the world needs to remember Jessica Simpson <laughs> like not for like Jessica Simpson but just yeah. to remember her uh so there's a comedian on uh, TikTok and YouTube, and he's like heartthrob Rob. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And he does like gay science and all this mm-hmm. other all this other stuff, and it's really funny. And he does one about um like why bottoms will survive the apocalypse because they've spent all their life doing soft choreo, and brings up Jessica Simpson. So I like I threw that clip in. Yeah. And one of the funniest juxtapositions, I think, about doing conventions as, like, an openly gay male is, like, there does seem to be this really weird disconnect with the queer community and conventions here in Toronto, which yeah. I've kind of noticed. When I was down at Yomacon, the queerness that was there was just, like, you could taste it, and it tasted salty. <laughs> gonna let that joke sink in <laughs> let me grab you a towel um standing there like a toaster strudel uh, this is why i need to do more 18 plus shows yeah, Jesus. so um and it's just it just made me like really question like i'm like like why is there such as like this weird disconnect especially in Toronto with the LGBTQ plus community, like, like, like just down in Detroit, it was just, it was everywhere. Like every other person has a meaning. I'm like, you're a little gay or like, <laughs> you know, you've either seen one in real life or it's been in your mouth, but you know, <laughs> it's really interesting because now heading back into like the new con season, I'm just kind of curious. Like, like, why is that weird disconnect? Uh, but it is also like super funny as well too, because like when we do the drag show at fan expo, yeah. um, you can definitely tell who's like gay in the audience, especially when I did that number with Jessica Simpson and people just in the back being like, ha! <laughs> right. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, there's the gays. Yeah. There they are. <laughs> um, and it's something that I kind of like, and, and I don't know if it's just in general that 
like the gay community here in Canada as a whole might not be like very queer. And it yeah. could be just one of those things where there just could be like this like random disconnect. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> keeping on with uh, Sailor Moon. More um, Sailor Moon. Inter- more Sailor Moon. <laughs> I don't watch Sailor Moon at all. Nope. Nope. None. Um, the the original <clears throat> sorry the original dub is iconic. Oh yeah, we're gonna go down that route. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Party. In case anybody listening to this didn't clock the fact that I called them Sailor Scouts like five yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are some of your f- like favorite parts of that dub? Because it is so iconic, and unfortunately, again. Go bleach your roots, creep. Oh, so good. So what is it about that dub that kind of has that staying power that, you know, say the original One Piece dub does not? (laughs) I think it's nostalgia. Yeah. Right? Uh, A lot of us, especially in Canada, because you got to remember that Sailor Moon flopped in the States. It didn't do very well. Hmm. Right? For some strange reason... Sailor Moon in Canada, like, just, like, it hit. And it hit hard. That dub hit hard. Um, I think it was because it was so marketed towards us. Yeah. Uh, so, because it was so highly marketed to us, and we all watched it probably around the same time, you know, yeah. we're going to be anywhere from, like, 5 to 15, right? There was a huge marketing campaign, toy sales, everything, right? And there has been a proven fact psychologically that when we gravitate towards things when we're kids and we really like them there is like the nostalgia factor Mm -hmm. so i think a lot of that dub is the nostalgic factor if you were to show it to somebody this like now they'd be like what the yeah right i do have the dubs um there was a guy who went back remastered them to make them like HD quality. Oh shit. And the original dubs. Yeah. So talking about Sailor Moon, weird. It's like a specialty of mine or something. <laughs> I know so much about like the production of the Deke dub, mm-hmm. about the voice acting. I was able to sit down with uh Michael, who like wrote all the music oh, wow. for the CDs. And like I run this listening panel, I run a lore of Sailor Moon panel. Mm-hmm. I've met a majority of the North American voice actors uh, from the original dub. Um, I got to work with Toby and Susan at London Comic-Con in 2023. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. So I get to see these people quite a bit because it was dubbed here. And yeah. it was like kind of produced here as well, too. But it was also really weird when I was talking to Michael um, that, you know, he's in Los Angeles working with Deke. And he's never met any of the other cast because he's in Los Angeles. They're pretty much all up here. Yeah. Right. So there's never really been like this, like big crossover Mm -hmm. because what I've kind of noticed is that people aren't really interested in the behind the scenes stuff when it comes to Sailor Moon, they just want more Sailor Moon stuff. Yeah. So we replaced this listening panel with um, like the lore of Sailor Moon and that's Emily and I run that together and Emily is the, um, founder and con runner of pretty heroes Mm -hmm. so here in toronto especially because i was able to go over to vancouver for vancouver fan expo Mm -hmm. and i was hanging out with the programming team 
And being here, I'm just so used to being like, oh, there's like a ton of Sailor Moon cosplayers, you know? And then going out there, I'm like, I barely saw any. Really? And Toronto specifically has a high congregation of Sailor Moon cosplayers. Like, if you come to a convention in Toronto, you're going to see like probably all the entire Sailor Scout team. Somebody's put together something. Mm -hmm. But it's really oddly specific to Toronto. So wow. I, I found that very interesting. Like even like when we went to Yomacon, there was a, there was a couple Sailor Moon cosplayers, but like you know we on a regular basis have Sailor Moon photo shoots every year at Anime North, and still a lot of people still come to them. Uh, I mean they're not as large as they used to be because uh, I've been doing I'm celebrating ten years of being Bear Sailor Moon this year, and I think I'm like celebrating like nine or eight of going to Anime North. And I remember, like, when I first started doing this, like, it was, like, a huge turnout. Like, there'd be, like, villains and, like, everything. And, like, it's just starting to get, like, dwindles and dwindles and dwindles. As is, like, this franchise is, what, like, going to be 35 next year, I think? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Because I think it turns 20. No. It's going to be 30 in North. So it's going to be, like, 40 soon. Right? Damn. And, unfortunately, the re-release of Crystal, I don't think, did as well as they hoped. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't gain a lot of new people from the fandom. It was kind of just like fan service for, you know, the rest of the fans. I mean, obviously in Japan it did fantastic. Oh, they yeah. have, you know, that was okay. But here in North America, I don't think it did much. So it's a shame because, like, it's so Adeline, and so we had a friend who cosplayed uh, Sailor Venus. Uh, Venus, yeah, um, at Fan Expo this year or last year. Sorry. Um, and she hadn't seen Sailor Moon <laughs> at all. Um, so we were like, you can either watch Crystal, which is kind of like a more condensed version of the mm-hmm. original, um, or you can watch the original, which was on Crave at the time. And um, so she literally <laughs> watched basically Crystal, but with the uh, kind of fluff taken out of the original. Mm-hmm. So she w- she went from like, thanks, <laughs> just a cat yeah here. just a cat um just a cat are you a cat <laughs> yes you are uh she went from the first episode to when they meet ami which is like episode like five or six yeah and and then she went i forget like they meet Vin- venus so far <laughs> oh it's like it, that is yeah like it oh my, my god mind. not another blonde yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's two of them <laughs> Did you see that landing? I nailed it. Perfect. Oh, my God. Abridged has ruined so much, yeah. so much of, like, the original 90s anime for me. Yeah. I can't even watch some of the 90s anime. Like, Abridged is burned in my memory. Yeah. Like, it'll just stick there. Like, oh, no. Are you bleeding on the couch? That looks like leather. That's not going to come out easy. How much do you pay for this place? You know, Malakat and I were thinking about settling down, you know, maybe have a kid or two. I don't even know if I could have a kid. I think my genitals are a void. Like, you know, just. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's just, it's just ruined it for me. Okay, okay. Back on track. Back on track. <clears throat> um, It just. <laughs> uh, uh, Before we get back on track. Um. With the abridged thing, on the same way with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh abridged, I cannot watch the oh, original. I can only imagine. I can only watch. I sorry, I can't watch Digimon. the original. Did you want like another one that I watched? Sorry, there we go. There's another okay. anime. There another thing about like Yu-Gi-Oh, my mind yeah. just like goes off, and I'm all like, Digimon, <laughs> Digital monsters, Digimon, Digimon are the champions. champions. Um, 
but yeah, I can't watch Yu-Gi-Oh the same because the abridged Yu-Gi-Oh is stuck in it's my just brain. Stuck in there. I know. It's I know. the same as Dragon Ball Z. That's probably one of the biggest I abridged. Had to, I had to give up on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I had to. Don't. I had to. I'm like th- five episodes for one punch. Like, come yeah. on, sis. Oh, oh, that's yeah. a wig. That's why the abridged is better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Dude, what, what what was it like? Uh oh, that was really super easy. <laughs> Killing in the name of uh Napa. Was oh it? yeah, yeah. yeah. Killing in the name <laughs> of yeah. <laughs> that um, was super easy to destroy. I must have been a bunch of rats in there. <laughs> I also um, watched Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yeah. One of my favorite stories from that is uh, Chris Sabat, who voices Vegeta and Piccolo mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. original Dragon Ball. Um, so he voiced a character in Dragon Ball abridged under a pseudonym. Oh, nice. Because originally he put, like, they put Chris Sabat in the credits. And then Toei was like, you can't do that. Yeah. And he's like, bet <laughs> so he used like a, a a pseudonym and just kept doing it and i was like king i love Sabat that crop yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway uh it just blew my mind how long it took to meet venus it was like fucking like tw- it's like, like halfway through i literally. think it's like even episode like 30 yeah like it's far in there because like once they kind of meet venus because they've they've collected the rainbow crystals at this point no. yeah not all of them. That's where they get them. Yes. Tuxedo Mask gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. She becomes the moon princess. Shocking. Wow. Wow. Who would have ever known <laughs> that knew? me, yeah. a 14-year-old Japanese schoolgirl, <laughs> would be the moon princess? Yeah. So weird. Um. And then, yeah, I don't think there's, like, many episodes after that. I think there's, like, maybe... I don't know. I could look at an episode list, but I'm mm-hmm. lacing my phones over there, and I'm sitting down comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it just blew my mind how like far apart they were. I was like, yeah. holy well, shit. Well, that's why I can't show people like the original yeah. 90s because it's just, it's just too long. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. If you want to, go for it. I have it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, party. And I think you can like, even watch it f- for free on like Pluto TV and like. Yeah, I think the subs on Pluto. Yeah. 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 Um. So, Attack on Titan. Getting away okay, from Sailor let's Moon. Let's do it. Attack on Titan time. Attack on Titan. Um, how how did you? Because the anime that you listed is just all over the board. I know it's really weird. It's yeah, so yeah. all over the board. How did you? You were like you saw it and you were like yes. Like what? What were? The, what was the the mindset going into Attack on Titan? I realistically, I don't even know how I started watching Attack on Titan. I think somebody was just like, oh, hey, there's this really cool anime. You should probably check. Like, somebody was like, hey, do you like anime? And I'm like, yeah, I do like anime. And they're like, you should check out Attack on Titan. And I was like, okay, fine, cool. Um, I am a sucker for anything that's kind of, like, action-based and, like, fun and, like, fast-paced. And it's a little bit weird, mm-hmm. you know? And with Attack on Titan, the reason why I watched all of it for me was just because, like, Every time you think you've got it figured out, they're like, actually, no, that's not the real answer. And then they come back with a different, like, here's the actual answer. And then the way that they ended the series to me was just, I'm like, yep, okay, great. Yeah, this is so Attack on Titan. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know if we're going to spoil it for people, but, you know, let's not. Let's not do spoilers. We're not. I'm not that girl. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just one of those things, and I just I just really enjoyed it, and just kind of like the theory about like the OEM gear as well too is just oh yeah, really, so cool. 
you know, that was like really cool. And like the, the swords and they're like flying through trees. They're kind of like superheroes, but they're not. And like Levi is just a badass Ugh. the whole entire time. Yeah. The entire you know, time. The entire time. Like man gets like just, 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 just keeps coming back. He's like yeah. a cat that you, you know, has 17,000 lives, but he's also incredibly like, yeah. So it was, it was just, it was good for me. And like in a way politically as well too, there, there's like obviously some political messages behind it. What they were, don't ask me. Cause I'm what? Stunning. Um, <laughs> I am a very, very pretty face with not much to say. Um, yeah, so that that was what really kind of gravitated me towards Attack on Titan and kept me there mm-hmm. till the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you also mentioned Soul Eater, and I fucking love Soul Eater I, Death. If I if I could cosplay as Death, I totally would. I love Death so much. The art style is so cool. I mm-hmm. think it's one of the most unique styles in all of anime in my opinion because it's just it's you don't see it anywhere else Mm -hmm. so if you were if someone came up to you and was like i want to watch soul eater what what would be your pitch to them you want to (laughs) cuddle hi i'd like to watch this anime do you want to cuddle with me and watch this anime (laughs) i'm a really good big spoon um i would say that is just goofy because like realistically soul eater is kind of goofy like it gets super serious at points um and the one thing that i do like about soul eater is because how many episodes like 40 episodes 60 70 something i don't know i don't know but for me the reason why i like soul eater so much is because it it's really good at doing peaks Mm -hmm. right so there's actually quite a bit of storytelling that happens in a like in just one season Right. And I think they do it really well. So they're kind of like, okay, like here's peak one. And then we're going to like go back down. And then, oh, here's the other storyline that we're going to start doing now. So like it, it kind of constantly keeps you engaged. There's multiple stories running at the same time. Whereas, for instance, Dragon Ball Z or like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, we're taking like three or four episodes for a single fight. Yeah. And I enjoy that very much. Just that oop, doop, 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 doop. Right. And also Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist, Alchemist yeah. Brotherhood. I watched that like I think twice now, oh, as so well good. too. As well too. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the best ever. Yeah, so good. Um, so uh, I okay, I'm gonna admit something to you right now. Are we holding hands? We're holding hands. Um, I've never seen Ron Mahaff. That's okay. Okay, it's one of those like old school animes that like I don't think people even really talk about anymore and it went on for like so long yeah it's from the creator of inuyasha yeah yeah so alti that was like one of the things that like i was introduced to by my brother okay and in thunder bay there is a (laughs) spoiler alert i'm from thunder bay (laughs) um so in thunder bay there was a comic book store called hill city comics and they did bring in anime and you could like rent the movies from them. It was like a very weird process. And then like there'd be like chunks of it missing. So like I don't even know how far I got into Rama Half, but yeah. I know that it was like a thing that I watched when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's also one of those things where I'm like, I don't necessarily know if I'd want to like re-pick back up again because I'm just mm-hmm. not very interested in it. Yeah. Uh the Giver, though, on the other hand, was yeah. something that like has stuck with me like 
my whole entire life and i recently found um the manga for it oh okay and it's all online uh because trying to get the stuff because if something's not popular here mm-hmm. it's just it's not it's just not going to make it over yeah right so i found somewhere to like watch it online sorry to read it online mm-hmm. uh but still haven't like gotten around to it just because i'm like there's a lot of kind of Sometimes when you've watched an anime and then you go back and read the manga, there's a lot of, like, overlap. And I'm trying to, like, cut out as much overlap as possible. Because, like, I think I'm, like, 20 or four, like, 20 or 30 chapters chapters in. Yeah. That'd be, like, episode-wise, right? Mm-hmm. And then I've got a mountain of reading to do after that. Like, the amount, like, because I think they're up to, like, chapter, like, 120. And, like, you're only at, like, chapter 20, yeah. So it's just a lot of me like scrolling on my iPad, just being like, okay, like where actually am I in this? And then because it's online, I can't really necessarily access it if I don't have internet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Another like great Canadian show was what? Cyber Six, dude. That theme song, oh, so good, so good, so good. Just like just think about like old school stuff like yeah. Cyber Six, because like remember? Oh my god, do you remember when Teletoon came out? Oh, I do. Like, how big a deal was Teletoon yeah. for, like, Canadian kids? Because it was huge. Because like, we didn't get Cartoon Network. We didn't get no. any of that, right? No. Like, YTV would show stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, we had a, like, television, like, a TV channel dedicated. And I remember when I was a kid, like, I come from, like, a middle class family. Um, cable was expensive. And when Teletoon was launched, it was, like, part of, like, a big specialty package. Oh, yeah. And I remember, like begging my parents i'm like please can we just get teletoon and my dad was so pissed off because it was like that's like another like 20 dollars on their effing cable bill and like cable so expensive as is and i'm just like okay like i get it but please (laughs) um and cyber six was like one of the original programs that was brought onto uh teletoon yeah and cyber six is an argentinian i believe it's from argentina really yes i didn't know that wait is it can you look that up really quickly? Yeah. Argent- I believe Cyber 6 is Argentinian. That's interesting because it's, I, like, I think I, yep. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I'm smart. No, it's done in here. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> All right. My God. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, backseat driver over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, um. You know, so Cyber Six, uh, you know, Argentinian comic, and we produced, like, the cartoon version of it here. Yeah. And I don't even know if it did really well anywhere else. Um, You don't hear about it anywhere else other than here, so. I will say Reddit is a really good place to find really obscure information. Uh, I know that it was part of, like, the Reddit subreddit for Cyber Six, and the main problem with Cyber Six is that, like, the actual storyline in the comics is obviously a lot darker. Oh, yeah. And they brought it to, like, a kid audience. And you can find the um, translated uh, panels and, like, the translated storyline to it. It just takes a really long time because it doesn't have such a large fandom behind it. You know, like, just comparing Sailor Moon Cosmos, you know, where it was literally the next day and a week we had working subs to, you know, Cyber 6, an Argentinian comic that was, like, maybe big in Canada because of Teletoon. Yeah. Right? So that's going to be a little bit, like, slower progress. And, like, even with the Giver, 
it does have a large following, but like a lot of the time, the translation of the mangas take a little bit longer because people got to scan the pages in, translate, reposition, like everything, get rid of it. So, yeah, a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking on, sorry, speaking on Canadian TV, uh, I recently saw across my TikTok uh, that I completely forgot. Not forgot, but like, kind of like it's always been in the reboot. Are we talking about reboot? Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk, talk about, about reboot. reboot. Um, it's always Medusa. been. Oh, it's always been in my life because I had the action figures. I have that retro kid sweater. Yeah. Um, and I just can't get over how, still to this day, how like influential it is. You know. We don't talk about reboot enough. Yeah. Period. And I think a lot of people back in the day were kind of like, oh, it's just like this like really weirdly computer animated show. Yeah. And it was like, you know, in the infancy of, you know, like reboot walked so that Moana could cross an ocean and meet Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Literally. Done. Yeah. So a lot of people don't actually realize like that at the time that was like a really technologically advanced like animation style that we had and it also helped create beast wars yeah right so we had beast wars and we had reboot that were kind of out there just changing the game on like how we you know did animation especially for like kids and it was really expensive back then oh yeah that wasn't cheap no right like it wasn't cheap and i don't even know if like reboot's like really big in the states i don't it was like it, it mid-res yeah mid-res yeah 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 but yeah um I know that they found the masters. They're looking for that tape player so they can get everything off. Um, so, full disclosure, my boyfriend's from Ireland. Okay. So I've been really introducing him to like just like random things. I'm just like, hey, like here's like some Canadiana for you, <laughs> and I made him watch a couple episodes of Reboot. Okay. Because he was just kind of like, what's Reboot? Like, yeah. what is it? And I was like, okay, we're just gonna f- we'll just put it on, right? And it's yeah. it's all on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Like, um. So, put it on, watched a couple episodes. He's, like, not really interested. But then I kept watching it. And, I, and, and like, I wasn't even watching it. It was just on in the background, right? Because I know this sounds really weird, but, like, as an adult, like, living, I've lived by myself now for, like, 10 years. I've lived on my own for about 10 years now. And, like, there are certain things living by yourself that, like, you kind of do as like creature comforts. Yeah. For instance, like putting on a TV show in the background, because there's always this like sense of like, you know, as I'm approaching 40, like I'm really starting to like think about like how like really weird things kind of are. Cause like, I never had kids. I don't want kids, but I just like think about like my childhood. I'm like, what the hell did I do as a kid? <sighs> like, what do you do with children? Yeah. Like, cause do you just like stay home like all the time? Cause I think of like my adult life where I'm like, I'm going to work. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go see a movie. I'm going to go to tilt. I'm going to go to the bar. I'm like, there's all these options like do. Yeah. On a regular basis. It made me question I'm like, what the f- did I do as a kid? <laughs> like, what do I do? Like, cause like right now, like I'm whatever I want to do. And then I realized, I'm like, I guess you just stay home and, like, watch TV all the time. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, bringing back that, like, nostalgia factor. And then also, like, living in a house full of people is your whole entire childhood as well, too. So, like, you just get used to, like, those, like, creature comforts of, like, you know, especially when I go home to visit my parents. 
you know, like the fact that like I'll wake up and like the TV's on, yeah, you know, or like my parents like walking around the house and stuff like that. And it throws me off because I'm very much like I bedtime lo-fi and some mood lighting okay like we're, we're put me down to sleep you yeah. know like i want like pure quiet i don't want anybody in my like my space and then you wake up to that so putting reboot on was kind of like a very nostalgic thing for me because i'm like doing chores and it's on in the background i'm like mm-hmm. oh i just feel like i'm a kid again like at home yeah you know just not that. doing anything yeah also bob's voice girl Oof. <laughs> Oof. he spoke and i was like i don't remember that oh my god <laughs> Um, <laughs> awkward. My pants are really tight right now. <laughs> um, gonna bring up something really interesting for you. Yeah, this is where we were going earlier, and then I, the rails fell off the track. Yeah, because I had to think about it to say that, say this. So, random fun fact. Okay, Deke no longer exists. No. Okay. So therefore, all those like dubs and everything like that from back in the day, essentially free game. However. Because Sailor Moon's trademarked, you were not allowed on the podcast, young lady. <laughs> young young person. Person. <laughs> but um Yeah, so because like Deke doesn't exist anymore, there's like really no like copyright to like that original ninety-five dub yeah. that happened. And it's how we've ended up with like all this layering of like ABV getting the sub and then mm. Cloverware coming back out. And then Viz, doing Viz it, yeah. and like all this other stuff because people just got, like constantly kept like buying the rights to it and they had to mm-hmm. wait for like rights to expire. Yeah. Um, but the Deke dub doesn't have any rights. Like it just kind of dissolved with the company. And in a way, I'm not going to say this like because don't take a legal advice from me like whatsoever. But like in a way, it's kind of like free game. Mm-hmm. But the flip side of it is the animation still owned by toy it's a copyrighted thing by toy so like the audio and stuff like that like could exist Mm -hmm. right but like you can't um go back and like do it so the person who was re-releasing all the high definition of like sailor moon the original 95 dub got it all taken down because once again copyright infringement of course so when I was talking to Michael about like creating the music and stuff like that, he said one of the hardest things about it was the fact is that when that album was released, it was like right around the time that like Napster started. So he was like, we could have made so much money off that album. Yeah. But because it was just kind of like weeb stuff, like it just like no one, like, I mean, I had the CD as a kid. Of course. Yeah. Because at that time I didn't have a computer no you know no one's gonna get a 10 year old computer I don't think I got my first computer until I was like 15 yeah 15 16 uh because owning a computer back in those days was like it was a big thing it, it was. wasn't like it's not like we're like hey here's a 300 dollars Dell laptop <laughs> have fun yeah you know like this was literally like if you were buying like a family PC you know it's gonna be you know like I, I think like $1,400 or something e- like that easily right? easily yeah because you had to buy the entire thing. It was like mm-hmm. the screen, the monitor, the the, the wonderful sounding speakers oh, we used yeah. to have back in the day. Oh, yeah. So, you know, obviously I had to own the CD. And I, if anybody has that CD, can I just have it? Can you just <laughs> post it to me, please? I would yeah. love to have that CD again. And, um, yeah. And then just going back to the fact that, like, Sailor Moon was a lot bigger in Canada than it was in the States. And here's some random tidbits that were given to me by Emily. Okay. So... The first season gets done, we get the second season, and then 
if you remember, it just abruptly stops kind of halfway through the second season. Yeah. And then we had to wait a couple of years to get it. So what happened was they launched it in the States, doesn't perform well. They send it into syndication, right? And Michael remembers kind of waking up one morning and seeing it on the TV like super early in the morning. I think it was on at like six or seven around that time in the States. So he's like, oh, I finally get to like kind of watch this because it's not in prime time. It's, you know, like now back into like lower tiered. And that's actually what got kids into it was because kids would watch it when they're getting ready for school yeah. on their lunch breaks because it started, I think at one point it was on at like noon yeah, on my TV and also a couple of places in the States it was on during lunchtime, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of kids got into it that way. And then there was this organization back in the day. I don't even know who started it, but it was called like Save Our Sailors. It was like SOS. Mm -hmm. So this online petition went through. They gave it to Deke. Deke's like, okay, like, but like, there's not a lot of money. There was never any money, by the way. Deke never had money. Wink, wink. That was something that's also really interesting to bring up after this. Yeah. So Deke's like, there's not enough money to bring this back. So General Mills paid them a lump of money to get the rest of R done. The cereal company? The cereal company. <laughs> that's it that that's insane. That yeah. sounds like a fever dream. I know, but it's <laughs> the truth. Right? And then so they finish off R and then we had to wait like forever to get S. Yeah. And super S. I think it was like 16. Like it was like six, like it was it was a long time. It was a really long time, and then we finally got S and then Super S, which um, I never watched, uh, just because I I think at the time like I was like working by then, you know, like you're sixteen, you've got your after school curriculars. I was doing like a lot of like theater and everything like that, Mm -hmm. and it just was never on at a good time for me, and I was just like, oh, but I do like what Cloverware did, which was kept the original audio into it so like the, all the instrumentals that were actually with the original release not to say that i don't love like what the deke dub did because it gave us like some really great background music it yeah. gave us amazing songs mm-hmm. right but it was just nice to kind of see it and i believe by that time when it was released like i'd already seen it it's like in japanese i think my friend showed up one day and he's like hey by the way i have the DVDs that I got off eBay. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> well, let's watch this. Yay. I have more tidbits for you. Okay. Perfect. Oh, I have so much tidbits about Sailor Moon. Let's so go. do you want to hear about the shadiest thing that happened to Absolutely. Michael about recording this whole entire thing? Absolutely. So Deke had no money, quote unquote, air quotes. However, the president i believe at the time put his name on all the songs that michael had written and the music that was composed by summers so he got all the profit from it oh my jesus so put it as a pseudonym to say that he was part of it so it was like he was on the top, then like Michael second, and then like Bob Summers is like third, and like all this other stuff, like all the other people. Yeah. And just nope. He got all the money for it. That's so, so like up. they they barely saw any money from that <sighs> album, like besides getting like a paycheck. So 
That's so much fun stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. That's so shitty. Yeah. I still can't get over the general, sorry, general Mills, Mills thing. Yeah. Jesus. General Mills, baby. You want some Sailor Moon waffles? <laughs> <laughs> God damn. I'm still shook. <laughs> My God. So hot Enzo. No. Um. <laughs> so hot Enzo. Oh, you mean daddy Enzo? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, okay. I have I have a type, okay? Um, uh, I'm not going to say that Enzo is it, um, but I would end his zone if you get my, if you ah. get my draft. Ah. <laughs> um, I still have an action figure of... Uh, Daddy Enzo. Daddy Enzo. Oh, so it's called Daddy Enzo. Yeah, Daddy Enzo. Um, and so in my like parents house there's like my dad has like this shelf for his model boats Mm -hmm. and for going on probably six years now i've i i hid enzo in one of the boats and he's just been there yeah just chilling yeah also the movie for reboot had no uh right to be that good the tale of two bobs or whatever yeah like the one where they wrap everything up yeah yeah I'm here. I can. I love talking. I can. Lo- I can talk so much about stuff. Perfect. Um, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Actually, Chobits. that was the wrong. That was the wrong one. Oh, you. I was. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's not Chopitz. Um, no. There's. Oh, I forget what it was. Like it was like about like angels. No. It was like really sad. It was. I. That's Angel Beats. It's really sad. They have like little halos, and they're like in a field of green oh very like little house on the prairies <laughs> um but it was like at blockbuster and i rented it and and i also like my friends rented it as well too and like we just didn't understand it it was yeah. it was like really weird Ooh, then there was like that whoa the vampire one plus blood plus Ooh, what's that about plus. is no no i got nothing like the vampire and she's like a vampire hunter and then it turns out like she's the main vampire isn't c plus blood plus i don't know Google that? I don't know. Girl, that was like in college. (laughs) Um, You don't actually know my origin story, do you? No, I don't. No. Okay. So um, if you haven't watched my Vice interview, just going to put it out there. Humble brag. Humble brag. (laughs) If you haven't watched my Vice interview that went global, um, humble brag. Uh, Yeah. So the whole Bears of the Moon origin story is as follows. I did it as a joke because there was like back in the day in Toronto, there used to be this like, not like a, like a comedy group and they would do fan fiction, the show. Oh, okay, cool. Right. So they would take fan fiction from all over and like essentially like act it out or like read it out in front of like a, you know, in front of an audience. And it was a lot of fun. So my friend's like, Oh, Hey, they're doing a sailor moon one. And I was like, Oh cool. Like we should go. So my roommate at the time, there was this uh, guy who was doing like these like videos where he would make construction paper Sailor Moon costumes, and it was okay. like too amazing. So it was like ah amazing ah ah amazing. Yeah. You know that song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So he was like doing that. So I come home and my roommate Jordana, uh, who's actually you might actually be able to meet her at some point because she's always around, kind of like helping out with Pretty Heroes and stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, so she made me like construction one. She made a construction um, Sailor Moon, uh, Princess Serenity, like okay, full yeah. of, like oh wow hair and everything. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. So we went uh, the first time I got to meet P- Toby, which was really cool. Yeah, because uh, they had him as like as a guest. 
Uh, that was really cool. And then the year after that, it was fan fiction to show again. And Linda Ballantyne was there. Okay. Okay. And then there was supposed to be like a Sailor Moon boat cruise. And then there was Fan Expo. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I got to step my pussy up. I can't show up in like construction paper. FYI, I won the costume contest at the first one because there was a costume contest and I fucking won. Oh, shit. I was wasted. <laughs> Living my life in the Sailor Moon outfit of construction paper. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm going to figure out how to do this. So there is a tutorial on YouTube that essentially teaches you how to like make the costume using like a circle skirt pattern, uh, two T-shirts and like some extra fabric. And that's it. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do this, right? So my boyfriend at the time was an art student, so he knew how to use the sewing machine. And was like, hey, teach me. And he was like, yeah, for sure. So we did it, and it was ratchet. <laughs> you can find those photos somewhere on my Instagram. Somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like you got to scroll all the way to the <laughs> bottom. Um, so literally, it was just nothing more than a T-shirt tucked in to like a skirt i found at urban behavior for like five dollars that i don't even think was on sale i think just somebody like left it there and was like this skirt is hideous and we're just like i'm gonna go buy something better so meet linda in that she loves it you know like i win the costume contest again um and so we're super excited we're gonna go to the boat cruise boat cruise shocking doesn't happen (laughs) there was like five of us there um and then then it was Fan Expo. So I was like, okay, I need a better skirt. Right. So found uh, Sparkle Pipsy's tutorial, uh, which is readily available online. She was one of the first people to make a Sailor Moon pattern and kind of like publish it. So that's actually the pattern I've kind of been using this whole entire time. Oh, shit. Yeah. So uh, and then went to Fan Expo, had a great time, it was like the first Fan Expo I ever went to. And then just kind of like as the years go by, um, it's just gotten better and better and better. And I think it was around my second or third costume where I had a friend come up to me and they're like, okay, like we're done. This is your two. No, no, we're, we're changing all of this. Right. So they taught me how to like make a bodysuit, do the skirt properly, you know, do everything. And, um, that is like around the time that like vice wanted to interview me yeah so they came over i like did some sewing like i you know remade the bows and everything and ended up with a great costume and just throughout the years like it's just kind of gotten like better and better and better and you know the vice interview helped a lot with kind of like being able to like open doors but the biggest thing that's actually opened doors for me is doing things at conventions yeah right so my end goal for all of this is within the next like year or two is i want to start traveling and you know performing and being like a performing artist and like also like a content creator as well too and as this brand kind of expands you know i'm hitting 10 years now this year 2024 officially marks 10 years of like me being bare sailor moon and last year i started dabbling in like more male costumes like last year i did wario yeah uh i did uh mayor pretty patrick yeah i did uh like a jedi because 
Let me tell you. <laughs> Nobody wants to take a photo of you when you're a Jedi. And walking through a convention floor as a Jedi is the easiest thing in the whole entire world. Walking through Fan Expo's Bear Sailor Moon, different story. Oh, yeah. Different story. Yeah. Right? So as I'm kind of expanding on everything, um, I do want to get like into like more like male-based cosplays. So uh, I think this year I'm doing like a Sailor Moon Jedi costume. Okay. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be like Sailor Moon... As a Jedi. And then uh, I'm going to be doing, hopefully, if I can get this one done, I might. I'm taught myself how to sew. I'm not the greatest sewer in the whole entire world, but bit by bit, like my skills have gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Want me to make you a Sailor Moon outfit? Sure. No problem. Mm-hmm. Hem these pants? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> no. So, uh, and then Neflite is going to be this year. Ooh. And then uh, next year, the big one is going to probably be a brand new Sailor Moon build. Okay. As well as Star Fox, but like a human Ooh. version of Star Fox. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So we're just like slowly but surely like adding like more things into mm-hmm. the repertoire. Mm-hmm. And also with that being said, there will be a name change. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, as much as I love Bear Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. and I will always, 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 always always be bear sailor moon Mm -hmm. he is now getting relegated to like performances or like appearances so for instance like i'm being flown out to winnipeg in may um so like as part of my contract like i'm always like okay like how much do you want me as bear sailor moon and like how much do you want me in these other costumes Mm -hmm. right and it's becoming this thing now that's happening to conventions here as well too i'm like okay like what days am i required to be bear sailor moon yeah and like what days am I not required to be Bear Sailor Moon? Because I'm trying to like do different things. Of course. And I have one costume. That's it. Like that, like the, the Sailor Moon costume you see me in is the only Sailor Moon costume that I have. So it is coming to a point now where I'm like, okay, like it's usually like one day is just strictly Bear Sailor Moon. This is what I'm gonna do my performances in. And as I said before, like I just have the one costume. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have to be like I don't want to be in it the whole entire weekend, you know? Of course. Um, during the wintertime, it's okay because, like, it's kind of, like, it's warm-ish. But, mm-hmm. you know, you get a little, like, the nipples at your legs. Yeah. And then during the summer, it's an absolute nightmare to wear because it is neoprene. Yeah. Because I decided years ago that neoprene was going to be the the uh, the fabric of choice. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's fucking choice. <laughs> Not very breathable. Not very breathable. <laughs> and the other thing as well, too, is that, like, because I've started to do stuff like more with conventions now, like I kind of have to be a little bit more like PG. Um, so like, you know, being Wario is just really kind of fun because, you know, I get to just kind of be like an idiot and like mm-hmm. not really have to worry about like tarnishing my reputation. <laughs> um, and it's also like a lot of fun as well too. Cause like people come up to me and like, like, are you embarrassed? And I'm like, I am. And then, you know, like there's kind of like that excitement behind it as well too. Yeah. So, with all that being said, Bears of the Moon, like, going to, like, more, like, you know, like, performance bases, like, once a week. Um, the name change, the name change is going to eventually come, and the name change is going to change to, hopefully, if it's still available when I decide to do this, is going to yeah. be Grey Eyes Cosplay. Okay. And the reason I decided to go with Grey Eyes Cosplay is um, it pays homage to the Indigenous side of me, because mm-hmm. uh, Grey Eyes is... Uh, my grandmother's indigenous name before she got married. So I just, you know, want to bring that out, you know, and just be like, hey, guys, like, 
you know, if I if I'm gonna go up on a world stage, you know, as Bear of the Moon, I still can do it, but like, you know, Grey's cosplay is a little bit more, but like the whole encompassing experience, or who knows, maybe I'll just stay Bear of the Moon and hope that toy never comes after me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I love that. I love that you're paying homage to your background, and that's <clears throat> that's just amazing. Um, mm. so when you are deciding to cosplay a different character other than Sailor Moon. What goes through your brain to be like, I want to cosplay that? What's cheap and easy? What? <laughs> what is cheap and what is easy? No, I'm just totally kidding. Um, you know, people really just kind of, I'm not going to say pigeonhole or assume, but I think people think that I own, like, it's just Sailor Moon. And I'm like, I belong to a lot of, like, different fandoms. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like, I'm surprisingly quite a stark, wars nerd and a star trek nerd as well too i'm like i love star trek discovery i eat that Uh, i love star trek discovery and i love star trek strange new worlds Mm -hmm. um so that's been like a really big thing that i kind of want to just be like hey guys like i'm not just like a one trick pony Mm -hmm. right like i'm like i don't just only watch sailor moon and a lot of people are kind of like they're like oh you like watch other stuff and i'm like oh yeah i'm a huge fan of like x y and z right But Sailor Moon is like my cemented one. Like this is like the one I know the most about. This is the most random fact stuff that I actually know. And I always win Sailor Moon trivia. Yeah. That and Aaron Yeager, you know. Aaron Yeager. Yeah. I want to really Okay. So this is okay. Hold on to your butts. I can't compete anymore in Toronto. Okay. I haven't competed, I think, since I won Fan Expo. And I just I, I miss competing so much. And I don't compete mostly, A, because I'm usually running programming, so that eliminates me from being able to. But I want to literally just, like, come out in, like, a floor-length cape and, like, have the music to Sweet Transvestite playing in the background, right? And just be like, how do you do? I see you've met my... And it just, like, goes on and on. And then, like, when it says Sweet Transvestite, I just throw off the cape and, like, underneath is a Sailor Moon, like, like... Attack on Titan cosplay, yeah. just in the style of like, oh my god, the, like the swords and everything <laughs> on the end of it just yeah. blitzed out. Like these are the stupid things I think about yeah. when I'm drinking. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, it's just I, and there are things that I want to do, mm-hmm. as well too. You know, like <laughs> Wario. Um, you know, I enjoy Nintendo's franchises very much, and. I was like, I don't want to be Mario. That's kind of basic. Wario's kind of fun, though. Oh, and then, like, you know, I did the whole thing. Like, I dyed, you know, like, the pants. Like, I made it work. You know, okay, like, yeah, it's... Yeah. And it's also just really comfortable. And it's a nice, easy way to get around conventions as well, too. Mm. And hopefully, for people, they're kind of, like, signify that, like, oh, wait, like, he's kind of taking a break right now. Because, like, cons are very long. Yeah. And... I don't think that people really understand like what con weekends are like for me. Mm-hmm. They can either be super light where I'm not doing anything or they can just be like, I'm running two panels a day plus performances plus, 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 plus. Yeah. Right. So yeah, when it comes to yeah. doing those type of cosplays, um, I just, I just want to do like a little bit more because I want people to know that I'm more than just a one trick pony. Bear Silly Moon has been great because it's unlocked a lot of doors uh, and I've been able to do a lot. You know, like we started Bears of the Moon's Lip Sync Extravaganza, which is like, I got the official numbers back from Fan Expo and they said 450 people 
were in the audience for it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and then doing the drag shows with Fan Expo, mm-hmm. being able to like, you know, go to Fan Expo Vancouver and like run programming over there. And with all the local conscious being like, hey, here's some programming and think about doing. Yeah, absolutely. Do it. Great. You know, so that's been really nice. And I've been able to, you know, start singing with Bear Silly Moon. I've been able to do a lot of stuff. But I also want other cosplays as well, too. Mm-hmm. And the Sailor Moon Jedi is going to be fantastic. I might have to buy Neflite, which is going to be weird because it's going to be my first purchased cosplay. Because all the other cosplays I've done have been all done by me. They've yeah. been made by me. So it's going to be very interesting to kind of like do that experience of paying for a costume from like easy cosplay or something like that, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for being on today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been longly anticipated yes. in my when you dm'd me i'm like yes finally i'm coming over we're doing this <laughs> and you're like yeah i'm just i'm so ready for it you're like one of my favorite people in the whole entire world you know that yeah right it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you mm-hmm. over the last couple of years that we've started to develop a friendship yeah and you know i just i really hope that this takes off for you and that you get absolutely everything that you deserve because you deserve it you're like one of the nicest people at conventions. You always make my day. And it's been nice to actually hang out with you yeah. outside of me complaining that I'm tired and that I have to go run a panel. <laughs> Literally, it's just like, we'll we'll see you. And uh, it'll be like either, hey, oh, my God, or hey, I want to fucking smoke. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> 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 like, that's the thing. Like, pe- yeah, people just don't understand. Like, people don't get it. Like, yeah. you know, especially, like, March Comic Con and, like, Fan Expo and, like, Anime North. Like, those, like, really big conventions. Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, it's like, you'll meet me at the beginning of the week. And I'm like, I'm happy. And at the end yeah. of it, I'm like, I need a drink. <laughs> or I am going to murder somebody. Yeah. If I have to smile at one more child, <laughs> I will punt it in the face. <sighs> all right uh where can the lovely people find you you can find me at on all social medias at bear sailor moon all one word with a lot of chest hair <laughs> emphasis on the chest hair uh you can find me at corky cosplays on instagram and adam corky everywhere else subscribe to the youtube channel uh Go. You can also go listen to uh, the audio uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I think Google Play. Um, and yeah, uh, I'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. I'll Google Play you. Ooh.